episode 104. Thank you all for listening to episode 103, Bristol, our happy place. I'm Gray here with my co-host. Burr. Burr. Which I'll be drinking here in like an hour and 20 minutes. No shiv, no dub, which is kind of how it's been lately. That's okay. Pretty much. Yeah. So thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing, the first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Supplied us with our shirts, our awesome hoodies. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Sean, give him a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas. And not. I I saw it hit up here. So we're going to go up here. A little north of Alaska. North to Alaska. Going north. The rush is on. So, Sean does not serve Konu. Zoxy. Is that what it is? I have no idea. That is... Konu, Russia. That's a tough one to pronounce there. Saka Republic of Russia. That shit's wild. Sean. wild. Right. So, Sean, you don't serve Russia, which isn't surprising. You can't even serve point place. Yeah, well, not grass. Yeah, right, right, right. But he can do freaking landscaping there. Ridiculous. Thanks a lot, Sean. Wish I would have known that three years ago. Unbelievable. Right. This is is the kind of service that I get. Thank you to uh, Tim at Verizon. Verizon is a true technology business partner, helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, they do not wait for the future. They build it. Get in touch with the sales rep in your area. Thank you to Cassandra at PNC. Visit her at PNC and White House or give her a call, 419-877-0634. She can help you with all of your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, personal banking. She's there to help. And thank you to Steve at Savage and Associates, who sponsored the Frickers Lunch. Oh, the barbecue wings were sponsored by Steve at Savage. It's my name, Macho Man. First name, Macho. Last name, Chicken Wing. Macho Chicken Wing. I like it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm wondering if we can get this episode done in a half hour. We're going to try. So you might as well get to... minutes. Get They're to, coming out right now. What are we watching? Uh, oh, here comes the pain. Uh, looks I, like Brock versus Rock. If I do that, I would, I'll lose my voice immediately. 2002 Summer Slam. I've been slamming summer since 02 also. <laughs> slamming summer in 1999 was an episode of ours. Um, do you have anything on AEW? I have not seen anything on AEW lately at all. So. There, there's talk of in that first episode on October 2nd, right, that it will be, um, gosh, what did they say? Jericho's teammates might be LAX, which would be interesting. And Who is that? I, they're in, they were in AAA. Okay. And, uh, Baseball? Yeah. Okay. And so that'll be good. We'll see. And then they're also saying that Fox, so FS1, might want NXT for Wednesday nights, which would go up against AEW, which would be interesting. 
if Vince doesn't have his hands on it because Vince, they're saying that Vince might get his hands on NXT, which would be like, fuck, no. Like, keep your hands away from NXT. I think he's still going to be so wrapped up with the XFL that he's going to give a lot of that to Triple H, and I think that's why he... Um, why he hired Bruce back, why he hired Bischoff back. So Heyman's been there, but Heyman, he's got control of Raw. And I think that he's got a lot of the, you know, Stephanie obviously still, he's got a lot of those people in those key roles because he's going to be going, doing, spending most of his time with the XFL again. Brock looks almost the same then as he does now. And Rock is literally like another man larger. He might be bigger than Brock right now. What do you think? Dwayne? Yes. Eh, right, current? Yes. Nah, well, I don't know. I, I think that, like, if you look at the movie Hobbs and Shaw, he looks jacked, but he's also with Statham, who's 5'11", buck seventy, so he looks even bigger. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say Brock's still probably bigger than him. Rock is definitely more cut up than, he's here, than he was here, and he's bigger, definitely. Um, but if you put him against Brock, it'd be interesting to see how big they are next to one another. But, I, yeah, he's definitely... Rock is definitely bigger now than he was there, and he looks, of course, completely different. What about, hey. what about Heyman's skullet? <laughs> well, obviously, he doesn't have that. Nah, yeah, because he's old now. Right. I don't think he has it there either, right? I'm pretty sure that the hair comes with the Yankees hat. I think. The ponytail. I can't remember. But this is actually a good match. We're watching Rock and Brock from SummerSlam 02. Yeah, it was a, it was a good match. I actually remember this one. Um, but uh, so with AEW and that happening... It'll be interesting to see if NXT does go up against it. Also that week, that Friday, SmackDown, which will be October 4th, which is the same day Joker comes out. Uh, that's when SmackDown will be on Friday on Fox for the first time, and it's the 20th anniversary. Okay. They're doing a 20th anniversary, so they're going to bring Smart. everybody in. That's There's no better way to start off Fox, is there? No, and it'll be good for ratings because that's what Fox wants. Yep. Yes, it is, even though they... Uh, Dolph Ziggler said shit at SummerSlam, and it was bleeped out. So, Who said it, Brock? Dolph. Dolph. Dolph oh. to Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, he did kind of the same thing on Monday when he was getting his ass kicked and called him basically Miz a second-rate star, and he's nobody and got his ass handed to him again. Yep. But, yeah, they, they bleeped out shit on the network, which was kind of surprising because they don't do it for the old ones. So I thought that was a little bit odd if they want to get a little sketchy. I mean, it is pay-per-view still. Right. But And uh, on Raw this week so natty was giving a heartfelt um just kind of promo about it was an exactly a year to the date that her dad had passed away and it was nice and then all of a sudden here comes sasha whatever sorry jason don't care so she'll come back you know kind of that's heat you're gonna make him cry new hair new boss blue blue hair those sweatpants are probably standing straight up. <laughs> you are probably absolutely correct. Uh, I almost guarantee it. Um, but she, yeah, blue hair now. So whatever. It was what, purple? Yeah, I before? think it was purple before. Um, other things that happened. So the original club, those guys were targeting Seth Rollins. You know, later in the night you had um, AJ against Seth Rollins. Um, Seth Rollins won via disqualification because the club got involved, and then Ricochet came out to try to help him. This is the end of Raw, by the way. 
and tried to help him, and he got beat up, and then here comes Braun Strowman, cleans house, hands the title to Seth, and we're like, hmm, what is this setting up for? A three-on-three match at Clash of Champions? We'll see. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, you know, Braun kind of turns and on Seth, and we'll see. And does I, I'm kind of bored with Seth as champ. You know, he won it back off of Brock, and I was kind of like, ah, okay, whatever. I mean, Brock's not any better. He's not any better, you know, but... I'm actually At least like Rollins shows up and wrestles. Right. I mean, that's the whole point of having a champion, you know. Remember, remember when champions would kick off the show all the time? Yeah. Stone Cold, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Like I mean, they would always start Orton, Batista. They would always start off the show. Lesnar never does, and Lesnar can't talk. So, I'm, I'm, I'd rather have Seth on that than than uh, Brock. But maybe Braun will finally get his chance, and he'll turn heel and have that opportunity to get the belt maybe at Survivor Series or something. That would be pretty cool. Both, uh, both Brock and Rock both kipped up at the same time. That was pretty awesome. And what did we see that uh, Rock quietly retired last week? Didn't Brandon send that to us? Yeah. I'd, I had no idea. I'd, yeah, me either. So, I mean, that just sets up for Hall of Fame next year. Right. So, since he's quote-unquote retired now. So Exactly. So, Sami Zayn beat uh, – or Samoa Joe beat Sami Zayn, submitted him, made him tap. Uh, with a coquina clutch, which what else is he going to win with? I mean, that's kind of standard. Um, excuse me. The Miz beat Dolph Ziggler via submission. And do you know which submission he used? Sharpshooter. Figure four. Figure four. Uh, Figures. <laughs> he grabbed the mic, you know, like we were talking about, Ziggler did, and got Miz by saying that Maurice is the best wrestler in the family. And then he laid out Ziggler with the skull cl- crushing finale. Nice. So. I like Ziggler Dolph doing this, but they need to like not waste him. Yeah, they can't have him get beat every fucking time. Like they're gonna ruin his character. Right, and then uh, Ricochet beat Elias via pinfall. Um, so here's a fun fact about this: Elias's right shoulder was up. It wasn't supposed to be up, mm. but the ref counted it as three. So Vince got in the ear of the announcers and said, "You have to say that there's controversy here." It wasn't supposed to happen, but that's how Vince does it. He's like, that shouldn't have happened. You guys need to talk about it. So they showed replays instantly. Yep, and they did. So it was good. Andrade fought Rey Mysterio in a best of three match, or two two out of three falls match. Who won how many falls? Andrade in three. Andrade in two. Well, sorry. Oh, in two? In two? Yeah. That's something different. Yes. Something different. Um. And then, you know, Mysterio was upset after, and then he talked to Charlie, one of your other bays. He doesn't know where his career is going, but he knows that he has, he has family to support. So Stone Cold joined Raw via Skype. Oh, here comes old Heyman in. And uh, it was done, obviously, to promote Straight Up Steve Austin. Did you watch any of that? Nope. With Rob Riggle? No, I, I didn't get to see. It um, was good. I didn't realize he was in the military for 25 years. Yeah. After 9-11 happened, he went out. And then he was in that movie 12 Strong. He was part of that. Yeah. 12 Strong. And he played his boss in the movie. It's crazy to think of how funny he is that he's like a legit, badass, serious no shit. dude. And he's funny as shit. And he was part of that 12 Strong, but he played his boss in that, which you know his boss liked when he was talking about it. And that was a pretty, pretty decent show, pretty interesting. I was more interested in learning about him and that because I didn't know those things. I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew McIntyre beat Cedric Alexander. Robbie or Robert Roode. Uh, beat No Way Jose via pinfall, Glorious DDT. The Revival both beat R-Truth via pinfall to win the title. 
with the heart attack after the match with Lucha House Party was interrupted, and they both pinned him simultaneously to become co-champ. R-Truth beat Scott Dawson to win uh, via pinfall uh, and to win the title back immediately with the assistance of Carmella. They ran through everywhere, you know, and then ran through the back and then coming through a hallway and they're standing there like, oh, that was great. And then here comes Elias down a hallway behind him and it's great. He's holding the guitar, comes up, move, has a ref come over, <laughs> spins the guitar for a second and just smacks R-Truth right in the back with it. Pins him, wins, walks out. Uh, Viking Raiders beat Carter Mason and Sebastian Suave, enhancement talent, Ugh. in a squash match with the Viking experience. You know, their finisher now. They have been putting them in in um, uh, enhancement talent matches lately just to really pump them up. So they're, they'll be tag team champions soon. Right. And, uh, and then Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross beat the Kabuki Warriors. Um, Twisted Bliss. Is what she got on that. She won with Twisted Bliss. So it's like, are they using this? Or are they going to turn her because she's kind of face? Or but are they going to keep her a heel? It makes you wonder, you know, when they lose this, how that's going to go. Yeah. Nikki goes nuts. It'll be interesting. Um, I don't know. So just hearing that, what do you think? Um, it's still nothing exciting. I'm sorry, there just isn't. Um, just watching SummerSlam and through that, and I know I don't watch Raw and SmackDown every week, but. The storylines just aren't that great. The The most exciting storyline is this whole mystery with what's going on with Roman and who's trying to kill him and all that crap. Because yeah, now they're saying, you know, Dan O'Brien's saying, it's not him, but we'll reveal it next week. And that's the thing is that that's it's good because it's doing that. And then I think that Bray and uh, Finn, hopefully they push and more onto that. The but. Fiend was not on Raw or SmackDown. I like that because they're keeping him away yeah. there was a firefly fun house so you can get like a box now which is great but i like that they're going to keep him away and uh eventually we're going to see the demon you know they might fight again at clash champions yeah. fiend wins again if we don't see the demon and that's why i said when we make the picks for that if the demon wins or if he comes out as demon like i'm going to make my pit pick that way if it's finn balor finn's not winning no but I'm if he comes out as make, demon no, i'm not gonna let you make pick that way you have to pick Sorry, that's why I'm just saying you got to pick. Not gonna. But I don't know who he is. He's the same person. You son of a bitch. Sorry, I hate it. Hey, it's fair for everybody. You're right. Because anyone, I could say that too. I could say if Brock Lesnar loses, he loses. But if he wins, that's my pick. (laughs) But I'm saying it's two different characters that he's playing. I know, but my point is it's the same person. God damn it! That's not. It's like you can't say that Cactus Jack and Mick Foley and, and Dude, Dude Love, Love and, and Mankind. Mankind are all your picks for the Royal Rumble. You get four I would just guys. pick one of them. It was my last four. But, uh, yeah, like you said, those are the two. Hopefully that's the storyline that they push, I'm hoping. But the Roman Reigns, other than that, like Seth and Brock, there's no storyline. It was Brock just beat the shit out of them and says, like, oh, I guarantee you win. That's not a storyline. There's no story behind that at all. There's nothing. So... Same thing with Orton and Kofi. They like pulled back stuff from you know the the late two thousands when Kofi broke in. Pretty much, Randy's like, oh, it's not going to be it. But are they going to keep fighting, or is this it? I'm assuming they are because it was a double countout, so they could push that storyline. But other than that, there's not. I mean, Charlotte was that was a blow off with Trish. It's not going to be a storyline, right? Uh, kind of hand the reins over. Pretty much, she congratulated her at the end of that. I didn't see it. Uh no, she did not. Okay, no. Um. So on SmackDown, Dana Bryan and Rowan expose a quote-unquote lie, um, and they cut a promo from the entrance midway through the show, maintaining they had nothing to do with the recent attacks on Roman, and anyone would give a name in the position 
Murphy was put in by Reigns, and everyone running within with it as fact is it's wrong with the world. They vowed to prove their innocence during the show. So uh, Roman beat Buddy Murphy via pinfall. Um, Buddy Murphy, I don't know if you watched that match. You didn't watch SmackDown, so you nope. didn't. If you have the opportunity, Buddy Murphy was excellent in that match. Was he? I want to see more of him. Okay. I really do. Yeah. Um, but it was a it was a good match. Um, but it 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 made it legitimate for us to see Buddy Murphy against the talent, and they put him against the top guy because we don't see Buddy Murphy much except on like two hundred five live. Buddy Murphy was I think he's still with Alexa Bliss. They were together mm-hmm. as a couple. Um, in uh, Ooh, Heyman no going right to the table. There. Um, but that was a good chance for him to show what he can do, and he was fucking awesome. And he he grabbed that brass ring, so to speak. Now they just gotta fucking use him. Yeah. Um, they talked to Murphy backstage. Those two guys, Rowan and, and Brian, later on, they roughed him up, and he refused to admit he lied about uh, Rowan attacking Reigns. Eventually, he relented. Rather than face further punishment, only to be attacked again for saying he had lied because Brian hates liars. <laughs> he can't even enjoy his big match moment. Uh, the show went off the air with Reigns ready to confront Brian and Rowan, only to have Brian reveal they found the culprit and will bring him to Reigns next week. That's good. I like that. That's what they need to do. That was good. I like that they have these cliffhangers now. Yep. Um, and it should be interesting. And Shane McMahon won't leave Kevin Owens alone. It is what it is. Yeah, they need to they need to kill that feud soon. Um, he got a hundred thousand dollar fine because Elias was an official and he beat him up, so he got a fine for Jesus. that. Um, Rock bottom. Samoa Joe beat uh, Kevin Owens via pinfall. Pretty okay. interesting. Um, Elias took over as ref. You know that's kind of how that went down. Charlotte Mayer beat Charlotte Flair beat Ember Moon. Ember Moon via submission. Revival did a promo. Revival and Orton beat New Day via pinfall. Um, and we'll talk about SummerSlam and how that all went down. But that was SmackDown. Kind of boring. Um, SummerSlam, you watched. We can go over our, our picks and what happened. Um, Rock's doing his yep, he sniffing. Just, just said, uh, what can I do to beat him? Just right. mouthed it to the camera. That was cool. Alexa and Nikki. Uh, beat the Iconics. We all took Alexa and Nikki. Brock with the rock bottom. Uh, Apollo Cruz fought Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy won by disqualification Just because Roan beat, beat him up. So you're the only one with the win there. Boom. We all tr- took Drew Gulak. Yep. We all took Charlotte. Good match. Two of the three of us took Goldberg. Um, yeah. <laughs> Brandon, was- I don't know why he took Dolph. Um, that was just a time waster of a match, and Dolph talking shit to get him to kind of just got destroyed. That was stupid, just to make Goldberg look strong. But like you said, he's got to fight someone with less weight now so we can throw him around a little bit. Right. That's just just how it is. And to continue, uh, we all took AJ Styles to beat Ricochet. Mm-hmm. He did. Um, two of the three of us took Bray Wyatt over Finn Balor. You took Finn Balor. I did. Um, that was probably the best match on the card great match the way finn played it too like he was scared a lot and then ended up coming back and i thought that was great um better than styles and ricochet in my opinion and yep. styles and ricochet was a good match but yeah, I, it was bray and and finn i think was my favorite because i thought it was just going to be a spine a, buster there Is i thought going it, for the elbow he's going for the people's elbow i thought it was just going to be a squash to start but finn came back so i'm happy that they didn't just squash him there and end that is rock here a face or a heel face uh-oh but everyone's rooting for Brock, I think. One of those flip sort of things. But look at the crowd, man. Jeez. The crowd is 
everyone's standing right now. Everyone is standing. No one knows what Brock is saying. Crowd is amped. That's fantastic. Uh oh. Ooh, nice. Nice counter of the rock bottom with an elbow to the back of the head. Does Another it? one? Nope. Nope. Into an F5. Pick him up for Here the F5. We Here we go. Get him again. Boom. Boom. Is that it? People are excited. Rocking a kick out. One, two, two, three. It's over. Torch has been passed. And people are stoked. Was it Brock's first title? Um, Yes. Yes, it is. Because he loses it at Survivor Series when Heyman turns on him here. But that's the first time. Was he, it big slow? Yeah. Yeah. That's the first time he wins the heavyweight title. I think he was the youngest title holder there until Orton. Orton. Did yeah. It what is he, 24, 25 here? Yeah. He's young. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Look at that. Jesus. Just that, jacked. That's traps in the game right there. Hit himself with a belt. Looks about the same. You know, obviously he looks older in the face, but same looking guy. Yep. Uh, Kevin Owens beat Shane McMahon. Um, Everyone knew that. Kofi and RKO. Uh, double count out, so we all get a tie here. Bailey beat Ember Moon. We both had Bailey. He had Ember. Uh, we took Natty. He took Becky. Becky won. And we all took Brock. He lost. Yep. Updated standings. 59-19-1 for me. 55-22-1 for you. So I'm three and a half ahead. Got that half because of that extra point. 53-24-1 for Brandon. And those are the standings. Yeah. Seth got the belt. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, a little bit surprising. Did not see that coming. Um, so I guess we're going to see what they wanted to hope. Like I said, hopefully they go to Braun with it, but that was a little bit surprising, um, that he won that because I wouldn't have guessed that right. twice. Right. Um, so how would you rate SummerSlam overall? Ugh. Uh, six and a half out of 10 because okay. it ended at 1030, which is fantastic. Yes. I was so happy about that. I was like, Brock and Seth should be the last match. It was starting at like 10 o'clock. I was like, this is great. They need to do this for every damn pay-per-view and not be till midnight. Not bad, though. It wasn't a bad show. Um, pretty good matches. I'm disappointed. I mean, the R-Truth stuff was funny when they hit in the international announcers. That was good. But they didn't do anything with 24-7 title on there, which is kind and of dumb. And there were the Japanese announcers. That was good. What was he? Dwayne Gretzky. Dwayne Gretzky. Yes. It was. And then uh, I saw uh, Becky Lynch posted she was better than... The Canadian legend Wayne Jetski. <laughs> Mike, you've got to be kidding me. That's good right there. What yeah. do we got from uh, Jason? Jason, number one. Sirs, I thought Sasha was not coming back. <laughs> yeah, screw you. Number two. Sasha returned wearing oh, the wait. same outfit from WrestleMania when she left. How awesome is that storyline? Dot, dot, dot. Terrible. So she showed up. Great. There's so it's one, like she never left. One person who likes Sasha in the WWE universe, and that is Jason. Yeah, that's I agree. A, that's about it. Even though they cheered her on. They yeah, cheered her just, on. Just Jason. Like, thank you, Sasha, that, for that being was, up Natty. That was actually them pumping Jason's basement noise into the arena right there. That's what that was. Fun fact. Number three. Where has Brandon been? Is he grounded from the podcast again? <laughs> Yes. Brandon is on a different sabbatical, this time for work and uh, for being a coach. So we wish him well in his career. Still grounded, though. Still grounded from the podcast. Still grounded. Four, think of two current talents that their ring entrance music would better fit the other. Think of two current talents that their ring entrance music would better fit the other. Ooh. That's a good one. 
That's a very good one. Um, wow. Two current talents. Is Kane still current? Yeah, he's coming back. If Kane is still current, switch him and Seth Rollins. Because then Kane would burn it down. Burn it down. Nice. Thank uh, you. Um, it's off the top of my head, that's the best I can do. <laughs> uh, you can give me The Fiend with Kane. I'll okay. live with that. Okay. Um, man, that's a tough one because I'm sitting here like AJ Styles, you know, it fits him well. The yeah, song does. You can't really change that to anything else. Um, I was thinking of Dolph. Dolph, I thought of like you could switch him with because um, he's more, I don't know. Man. You could switch Finn and you could uh, switch, Bobby Roode. They have could, almost the same one. You could switch Dolph and Miz based on their characters now. Yeah. You really could. You could do that. Um, that's a tough one. That's a really good question. It is a good question. I like it. Yeah, I like uh, I like Finn and Bobby Roode too because they both kind of have the same ish sort of music. I I would give our truth, give his song to No Way Jose and let him come out to that because when he danced to that, I, I lost it when his uh, Drew, Drake Maverick and his wife are in the front and he's just dancing around to No Way Jose. You can give that to him. Okay, I like that. That's a good one too. <laughs> I do like that one. Number five. Another good could question. be just no way, our truth. <laughs> no. Yeah, Drake Maverick wouldn't even know. Yeah. Right? Oh, great! Last question, number yep. five. Another good one too. Okay. Obviously, someone is returning to action next week on SmackDown. You know, the mystery person trying to kill Romaine. <laughs> Not Roman. <laughs> Romaine. Well, who's it going to be? Harper. Yeah, I mean, that's a good one because he should be coming back soon. I know he had all his contract disputes, but he's still under contract, so he ain't going anywhere. And he's been with Rowan before, so mm-hmm. it's very possible. Um, I like that. That's a good one. I wouldn't say that's quite obvious, but I would say that that would probably be the one pick. But It's going to be John Moxley. It's going to be AEW. That would be, that would be <laughs> wild, wouldn't it? Jericho comes out or something. <laughs> Jericho Drive. What the hell is going on? Or it's Rikishi again. He tried to run over Stone Cold. <laughs> uh, I like Harper. I, but someone to come back, though? Oh, man. Um, it's tough. I don't know. I don't I don't think I really have an answer for that. I haven't been watching enough to know. So that's... Who wants to fight Roman? Everybody. Who does he have beef with? Is it Cena? <laughs> He'll turn for Cena. <laughs> that would be that, that would, would be, be a crazy storyline. That would no be one would awesome. see that. Nobody would see that one coming. I don't think they'll do it because all his Make-A-Wish stuff. But nobody would see that one coming. Um, I don't know who else. Mm, I like Rakishi. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, did he give us his insight or thoughts on that? No, he just asked. Huh. Um, he just, I, I also wouldn't be shocked if it was a double cross and it actually was, well, uh, yeah, it's not, I mean, who was driving the car couldn't be Samoa Joe, but he could still be the one setting it all up sort of thing. He was the yeah, brains probably and mastermind behind, behind it. Samoa Joe, it's probably him. Um, Maybe it is Buddy with, Murphy too. It could be him. I'm going to stick with Luke Harper for now. Okay, I like that. Yeah, That's I'll good. go with that. That's what fair. are you going with? I'm going to go with, it's Samoa Joe's master plan. But Buddy Murphy was driving the car. No one coming back. 
but I like your Luke Harper. I just want to be different. I like because I, I like Buddy I think Murphy. You're, I think you're right. I just want to be different. They legitimized Buddy Murphy, and I would be content if it was Buddy Murphy. But is it going to be Buddy Murphy? That we don't know. That we will find out next week on SmackDown. Oh, gosh. And um, there's a few things that we need to, to cover left. We're not going to finish under 30, unfortunately. Uh, 28. Yeah, we're not going to do it because we got Jeremy's stuff, and this is long. All right. So he says, I apologize. This is going to be lengthy, so I'll try to cut it down best I can. First up, loved your picks last week for surprise favorite wrestlers. I still say Shamrock and Kurt Angle are by far capitalized, the two best wrestlers of all time to transition from outside the industry. They caught on so quickly, it was amazing. Owen Hart is in my top 10 as well, so I agree 100% there. And Venus was a great underrated in-ring talent. It's a shame once his gimmick sort of ran its course, they couldn't repackage him somehow. As for me, Mr. Perfect is my number two. But I assume a lot would have him in the top 10, in their top 10 list, so that's not going out on a limb. Barry Darsaw would be in my top 10. Demolition was the greatest tag team ever. Then I loved Repo Man. He was given like the worst Uh-oh. gimmicks ever, but always made them entertaining. True. Mike Rotunda would be another in my top 10. Yeah. He was great with the Varsity Club and then IRS, baby. As a kid, seeing a wrestler wearing a suit and a tie, how could you not cheer for him? LOL. Plus, I agreed. All those fans were stinking tax cheats. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wrestling topic for this week. In And this is why I saved this. This week is the return of King of the Ring. Were you aware of that? I was not aware of that. Monday, King of the Ring. On Raw? Yep. That's what they've been doing with a lot of that, though. King Uh, of the Ring lately, it's always been on Raw. Come on. I'm going to give you the competitors at the end of this. Remind me. This is one of my favorite pay-per-views back in the day because I love any kind of tournament format. I'm glad to see it it, uh, back, but disappointed it doesn't get a pay-per-view. Agreed. I liked it as a pay-per-view. It was always fun seeing a guy have to compete in three matches throughout the night to earn the crown. What do you guys think? Does it deserve its own pay-per-view again? Yes. Yes. Why do you think it has ended as a pay-per-view back in the day? We launched so many careers, except King Mabel, of course. (laughs) Um, Why did it end? Because they added other things that they thought would be better and got rid of the tournament format. When they got... When they bought WCW, I mean, you got then Great American Bash. And so you, much other talent that they don't got, want to limit it. And it still would have been good, I think, with King of the Ring right. once they got that. But I think, when was the last King of the Ring? Oh, two, maybe? Like, pay-per-view? Right. So, it just so happened that after that time frame, they got away from it. Because they have so many other opportunities. So much, Maybe it's because there was just so much talent that they couldn't, you know, they didn't want to have the same person on the card three times. Because they had so much talent on their roster, I had to spread it out. So that would be my guess on why they got rid of it. So you don't have to see the same, you know, four wrestlers three times in a night. Right. And my, I'm, my guess? That was what I thought. So you don't have to see the same things. That's that's my only guess. But I agree. That was It was a fun pay-per-view. I like those pay-per-views as well. Um, totally old school, fantastic wrestling. I love the bracket style going through all that. The ones in the, uh, you know, after, you know, 96 with Austin. I don't remember who won 97. Um, but just the bracket that they had, I thought was always fun, always cool. Did Triple H finally win? I think 97? it was 97. Yeah, I think he was 97. But I, it, it is right. I, I like that pay-per-view. I think they ended up replacing it with, like, Bad Blood or something because it was always a June pay-per-view. In your house, Bad Blood. Yeah. So I'm disappointed they got rid of it. But, yeah, I did not know that they were coming back with it, so that's cool. I, I guess that's going to get me to tune in 
freaking raw on Monday. 16 participants. I'm going to read them to you. Okay, go. Miz, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Ali, Kevin Owens, Chad Gable, Andrade, Shelton Benjamin, Sami Zayn, Cedric Alexander, Baron Corbin, Apollo Crews, Buddy Murphy, Cesaro, Elias, Samoa Joe. It's going to come down to McIntyre and Owens. And McIntyre's going to win. I would love to see King Ricochet. And uh, when I saw Ali, all I thought of was Aladdin. Prince Ali. (laughs) And I'm like, he's going to be king. He's going to be the king. King Ali. Um, I'd love to see Ricochet. uh, KO winning it would be cool. But What's your pick? I'm going with Ricochet. I want to see King. Over? That's going to be a tough one. Give me him over Elias in a rematch of this past week, but he beats him legitimate. Okay. It's off the wall. I like your yours is more realistic. Mine's off the wall. Um, so give me him over Elias because I think the other guys are already top guys and they don't need that push. And so is Ricochet, but fan favorite, give him something even bigger. I like that. That's good. All right. So with that being said, um, back to Jeremy's stuff. We finally got the reveal of his wrestler. Favorite referee. Greatest ref in pro wrestling history. He was only in WCW for a couple of years and went by the name Mark Curtis, but his real name is Brian Hildebrand. He refed the way I would have as a fan. He would cringe when he saw a devastating maneuver. He would start throwing his fist shadow boxing when he saw two guys punching each other. He's right. He was so much fun to watch. In fact, I would ha- watch the most boring WCW matches if I knew he was the ref. Because just watching him throughout the match was more entertaining than anything else WCW was doing as a company. Heck, he could even make a Scott Norton match watchable. <laughs> Two fun instances to w- to give you an idea of what I'm talking about. Words do not do this guy justice. Check out Bash at the Beach 97 on the network. Go to about the 2135 mark. So if you're able to do this, it's uh, Chris Jericho and Ultimo Dragon. And watch a minute. You'll see Curtis shadow boxing and then cringing with the kicks to the back. And then fast forward to 58.35. I love that he gives us exact times. 58.35, go over the top rope when the three luchadors go over the top rope. Unfortunately, a lot of stuff he did wasn't caught on camera. I wish they had a Curtis cam or something throughout the match. Oh, and check out this clip. He gave me a clip here, um, which we'll have to check out. What what was the Uh, pay-per-view? Bash at the the beach. Beach 97. And look at his Wikipedia. He actually managed Cactus Jack at one time and did nice. some cool stuff. Sadly, he was diagnosed with cancer and died at the age of 37. Mm-hmm. I know that. So sad. Gosh. What was the time? Uh, 2135. I think slow as fucking balls, so we might get there at some point. Oh, Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> Can you just hold it down? No. 21.35? Yes, sir. Ooh, good stop. 21. Oh, I don't have the volume. It's okay. We wanted to watch him anyway. I know exactly which ref he's talking about. He's yeah, got yeah, the I knew yeah, yep. I knew exactly who it was. Yep, little guy. 21.35 is coming up. Jericho and Altimo. Let's check this out. Well, fancy. And oh, 
He's he was throwing, fun. I remember he was so fun. What's watch. the second one? 58. Uh, 58-35. 58-35. When the three luchadors go over the top rope, be ready to crack up. Funniest thing ever. 58-35. Ooh. Ooh, 58-35. Oh, you went ahead. Oh. Uh, now you're back too far. And you're too far ahead. There we go. 10 seconds. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Let's see what we got. I could have stopped it at 41. Oh, yeah, you're right. been just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> just crumbles in the corner, covers his head. That's fantastic. Uh, and then we got to watch this clip. I want to check out this clip where he takes down a fan that ran into the ring. How amazing is that? All right, let's see this bad boy. So I'm going to have to pull this up on the old phone. I have the volume down. Tony Oh shit! He just need him right in the face. That was awesome. And he's holding him down. Headlock. He got him in a guillotine right Look there. Look at that! Mark Curtis, what a beast! That was awesome. I mean, he straight need him right in the head. That was amazing. That was awesome, right so there. So we got to check out. We got to check out some of his interesting stuff. So Mark Curtis. Uh, WCW, Brian Hildebrand. Um, yeah, man, that's crazy. Died in 1999. Holy shit. That's sad. That is very sad. So his ring names, Mark Curtis, Brian Hildebrand, Jaime P. Wise, and Kawabunga. He was trained by Dominic Danucci and Tommy Young. Um, <laughs> that's just... Tommy Young. Smoky Mountain Wrestling... Went there. Um, yeah, it's t- it talks about that. Glance over as the man jumped on the rail, kneed the fan in the face, and placed him in a guillotine. Right in the dome. Yeah, that was great. Found this amusing with Heenan observing. The smallest referee in the world just took him down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he did. And it was, that was beastly. That oh, was awesome. man. Diagnosed with stomach and bowel cancer in 97. After having surgery and attempt to remove it, he continued refereeing for WCW throughout the following months. Final stage of the disease in 1999. Curtis Goh's home benefit was held in his hometown. Uh, it was developed and promoted. Cody Michaels developed and promoted the event, which was viewed by wrestlers, wrestling insiders and experts as one of the truly memorable events in history that actually brought together the major companies at that time, WWF, WCW, and ECW, in support of one of the most genuinely loved workers in the industry. Major stars that worked and provided support that night. Ah, uh, shit. I just had to... I, Click somebody. Mick Foley, Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Shane Douglas, Bruno San Martino, Dominic DiNucci, Terry Taylor, D'Lo Brown, Al Snow, Hugh Morris, Les Thatcher, Billy Kidman, Chris Candido, and many others. Mm. Man. It's too bad. That's crazy. But what an interesting guy, and, and what a great, great pick. I, I yeah. always forget about him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you forget, too, because, unfortunately, he was lost to... Uh, you know, too early. That's why. But man, I'm, I mean, shit, right when right when he said right when he said years. Mark Curtis, right when he said, I knew exactly who he was. Exactly, I could picture him. Exactly. So uh, something we didn't mention, but now I can mention it. That's so, good. August eighteenth. Actually, it's well. I mean, it it's is. August eighteenth. It's August fourteenth. It's August eighteenth. It's not. It's August fourteenth. The podcast comes out. I mean, because we're in 
we're driving back from Bristol when this thing drops. Yep. So now when people are listening, because I'm going to do the uh, it's August 18th on the uh, date this year in history, but it's also somebody's birthday. Uh, Hulk Hogan? No, his was on the 11th. Kobe Bryant? Is it? No, nah, his is like the 24th or something, I think. Oh, well, it's Lee Fields' birthday. Who? Lee Fields. Doctor, you'll like this Leif one. Lee Erickson? Dr. Tom Pritchard. Classy. Bruce's <laughs> brother. Uh, Kengo Takai. Nope. Mike James. Mike Jones. And uh, one bear cub. That's... Who's that? That's right. Who? Happy birthday, bear. Thank you. Four days early. Happy birth, bear. I'll, I'll tell you on Sunday, but now this has come out. This episode will be uh, happy birth, bear, to go with happy birth, dub. It should be happy bear birth. I like that. We might have to go with that. Is it three separate words? Happy, happy bear, birth. bear, birth. Yes. Happy bear, birth. Happy bear, birth. I like it. Or we could hyphenate it all, one of the two. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you four days early. You're welcome. So happy early bear birth. But yeah. as this comes out on the 18th, today, the 18th, when this is out, it's happy bear birth. Yep. If I make it there. What are you? So you'll be 20... Eight? 28. Holy shit. Yep. I am. I'm getting, I remember when you were 17. I'm getting up there in age. <laughs> you probably shouldn't say that out loud. Not like that. Yeah, yeah just, it did come off bad. So probably shouldn't say that out loud. Yeah, shit. Well, let's go back on your birthday. So wait, you were, so if you're 28 this year, you were born in 90, you were born in 91. 91. Jesus. Yep. yep. Let's go back to your birthday. Great American Bash Tour, 1991. So your date of birth, you know what day of the week you were born on? Sunday. Good man. Dude, there. Trust me, I've heard it a million times. There was a Michigan race. My dad wasn't even in the room. <laughs> he had to watch the race, and he was. I'm just kidding. Who won the race? Um, I always ask him, and I never. Rem- I looked it up once. I'm gonna look it up again because I don't. Okay, remember. you look it up while I co- cover this. Uh, yeah, you do your thing. Tour. I'll this Ricky Morton and Terry Taylor beat Dustin Rhodes and Robert Gibson. Big Josh, Steve Armstrong, and Tracy Smothers beat Bad Street, Jimmy Garvin, and Michael Hayes. Yellow Dog beat Art Anderson. Bobby Eaton beat Steve Austin. Lex Luger beat Barry Windham. Nikita Koloff beat Sting in a chain match. And in a steel cage match, two-on-two, El Gigante and Rick Steiner beat Dick Murdoch and Dick Slater. Dick squared. Dicks. Dicks everywhere. And then PN News beat Johnny B. Bad. So on the day you were born, that's what happened. Dale Jarrett. Nice. So, on your second birthday, Clash of Champions, uh, Arn Anderson and Paul Roma beat Lord Stephen Regal and Steve Austin. Two Cold Scorpio beat Bobby Eaton. Johnny B. Bad beat Max Payne. Ricky Steamboat beat Paul Orndorff. Ric Flair and Sting beat Awesome Kong and King Kong. Dustin Rhodes and Road Warrior Hawk beat Rick Rude and the Equalizer. And then Vader beat Davey Boy Smith for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. By the way, Dick Trickle outfinished Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt that day. Just throwing that out there. Dick Trickle finished twenty first. Richard Petty was twenty third. Dale Earnhardt was twenty fourth in that Michigan race. So there was no really other times that your birthday fell on a pay per view. Uh, yeah. I mean, there would have had to have been a SummerSlam. SummerSlam access in Co- 2013. A couple SummerSlams, probably. Yeah, no, nothing, man. Like, nothing big. There was a Monday Night Raw. Let's go back to this. 
Monday Night Raw 2008. So you turned 17. 17. When I was 17. I don't even remember it that. It was a very I was in high school. I know that. Batista beat Paul Burchill. Kelly Kelly and Mickey James beat Jillian Hall and Katie Lee Burchill. John Bradshaw Layfield beat Jamie Noble. John Cena beat Cody Rhodes and Ted Dibodosky Jr. Ted Dibodosky. D'Lo Brown beat Santino Marella. And Chris Jericho beat CM Punk. Not bad. So... Oh, let's see if anything happened when you turned 21. Nope. Yeah, that's about it, what we got for you. I know what happened when I turned 21. I got hammered and blacked out in Vegas. How about 22? SummerSlam 13. Told you. Rob Van Dan beat Dean Ambrose for the U.S. title. Bray Wyatt beat Kane in a Ring of Fire match. Cody Rhodes beat Damian Sandow. Alberto Del Rio. Beat Christian. Never a fan of him. In World Heavyweight Championship match. Natalia beat Brie Bella. Brock Lesnar beat CM Punk in a 25-minute match. I forgot about that match. That was actually really good. Dolph Ziggler and Caitlin beat AJ Lee and Big E Langston. Daniel Bryan beat Cena in a 27-minute tr- er, match. Triple H was the referee. Daniel Bryan wins the title. But if you remember... So this was on your birthday, because I remember this exactly. Right after Randy Orton comes out and beats Daniel Bryan in that same night. Right after that match when he beat Cena. He just came out, beat him, gave him a pedigree. Money in the bank? No, this is SummerSlam. No, there was no money in the bank. So why did he just come out and beat him? Was it a money in the bank? What what were the stipulations that he would just come out and beat him? Well, Triple H just, uh, I don't know why he did it, but he pedigreed him and... Um, and maybe it was a money in the bank because I, I remember him pedigreeing him hmm. and handing the title because people were so happy Daniel Bryan won the title and then he lost it. Uh, yes, money in the bank cash in match. Okay, that's what I thought. You're right. So, yeah, pretty uh, pretty interesting. John Cena defended the title, Triple H's ref. Brian executed a running knee on Cena to win his first WWE championship. As Brian celebrated, Cena shook Brian's hand and offered him advice. Cena shook Triple H's hand before departing. Randy Orton appeared with his Money in the Bank contract, raising the briefcase. Triple H attacked Brian with a pedigree, turning heel. Orton cashed it in, pinned Brian to win the title. Huh. I remember that. Good. So that was on uh, old 22 for you. Mm. I don't remember that birthday. Yep. So... Uh, thank you to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, 419-704-5471. Serves as Toledo and surrounding area, not Point Place, and not Russia. Somewhere in Russia. Kiblock-a-lock. Right. Thank you to Tim at Verizon, Cassandra at PNC, and Steve at Savage and Associates. Oh, yeah. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And goodbye. Happy birthday, Bear. Bitch.